Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Hodot Halevavot, Duties of the Heart, and uh, we're in the chapter of Wholehearted Devotion of All Acts, chapter 5, in which we have been learning how the Yetzer Hara is so cunning and it really tries to get us from all sides. It, He's a very religious Yetzer Hara because he knows scripture and he knows Torah and he quotes it and he tries to convince you to go against Hashem in all ways. So today he wants to take to, to make us serve Hashem for reward and, um, and to escape punishment. So he go, comes and he tells us, you are one of the Creator's close adherents and treasured ones. He comes and tells you, oh, you're such a good Jew, you're such a good person, you're, you're really one of, the, of Hashem's um, uh, favorites, you really are always doing Hashem's will, and a person like you is surely worth of reward, you're so worthy of reward, here and, ha and hereafter in this world and in the world to come, Hashem should be always rewarding you and you should therefore exert yourself to the utmost of your ability. You should do the best you can. You should work very hard to earn these rewards. Perhaps you will attain these rewards through your deeds and dedication in serving God. Set this reward before, before your sight and try with all your power to attain it. And he keeps talking about the reward and the reward. For it's your ultimate bliss and joy, as De David said, and he has the chutzpah to quote David, King David, light is sown away for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. If you listen to the evil inclination and rely on its words, it will cause you to fall into a form of concealed polythe polytheism. Polytheism is a type of uh, idol worship in that you will have made yourself the object of your worship. So what Rabbi Pakuda is saying here is very scary. Like you have to be very careful. It's such a thin line between serving God or serving yourself. It's a thin line. It's, it's, it's like, a, like a hair. It's, it, when you're doing things for selfish purposes, to earn reward, to get honor, to be important in society, then it's a type of uh, idol worship because you're worshiping yourself. You're doing everything, not for Hashem, you're doing for yourself. You wanna be a good, why do you keep Torah and mitzvot? No, I wanna be a good child to Hashem. I wanna be a good child to Hashem. That's about you, it's not about God. But the right answer is, I want to serve Hashem because this is what Hashem wants from me. This is what He expects from me. He, made me in the, he brought me into His world to serve Him. This is the reason I exist. So it has nothing to do with you, it has to do with God. So always ask yourself, when I'm doing a mitzvah, am I doing it for myself, for my pleasure, for my feeling good, or, or am I doing it l'shem shamayim? Am I doing it because this is what Hashem wants from me? This is for him. If I like it, I don't like it. If I, that's secondary. I do it because this is the purpose of, of me being in this world and this is, the, 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 this is what Hashem wants. This is Hashem's will. This is what He wants. So if not for this expectation of yours, you would have shown ingratitude for God's constant favors towards you and you would not have obligated yourself to His service of account of them. Moreover, you will fail to see that it is fitting to serve him simply because of his majesty. So when we keep Torah and mitzvahs, eh, 
because we want reward, because we want to be acknowledged, because we want honor, because we want to feel good, because we want to um, feel a void within ourselves, then we will, we will show ingratitude to Hashem and, um, and we will be like blinded by His constant favors. We will not be able to see the goodness of God because we're so concerned about our goodness. So it says here, it was of this that our masters of blessed memory said, be not like servants who serve the master on condition of receiving a reward, but be like the servants who serve the master, not on condition of receiving a reward. So you know, you have a, a person that comes and works for you because you pay them a salary. Most people work because they get paid. And this is the normal thing, like people are not gonna work for free, right? But if you have once in a lifetime someone that comes and works for you, yes, he's going to get paid. Obviously, this is the, the correct thing to do. But he has so much joy in the work. He has so much joy in, in doing the things he, he does for you, for your, for your business or for your home. And, and for him, the, the, the initiative, the motivation to come to work is the joy to be able to help you in your life more than the, the check that he's going to receive, then this is a person that serves uh, without uh, expecting a reward. So this is the way we should serve Hashem. So when he gives us hope of misleading you in the way just mentioned, it will cast you into a sea of doubts concerning the problem of compulsion uh, and, and predet predetermination and justice free will when it sees that you are negligent in your religious practice and inclined towards the way of disobedience it will try to convince you of compulsion using forceful arguments from scripture and tradition in order to furnish you with a wide range of excuses it will say to you so what it's saying here is that he's going to mislead you when he sees that you're doing the things Leshem Shamayim, he's going to try to mislead you and he's going to tell you if the creator wanted you to serve him, he would compel you and drive you to it and there would be no deviating from what was predetermined by him. Could you oppose what he determines or resist his decree? You can only do what has been determined for you to do for control of all things is in the hands of the creator. May he be exalted as it says, I am God who has done all. He's, uh, this is Yeshayahu. And if, if it sees you engage in some secular endeavor and concern, it will say to you, beware of laziness and sloth and rely on no one but yourself for you have control of the good and the bad. So it's gonna tell you, it's gonna tell you like, why are you doing all these things is everything is already predetermined. Like whatever's gonna happen to you is gonna happen to you regardless whatever you do. If you're gonna keep the Torah and the mitzvahs, Leshem Shemaim, or you're gonna do them for an ulterior motive, who cares? The outcome is gonna be the same. This is the, 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 what the Yetzer Hara is trying to, to, to tell you. And then he's gonna tell you that you have control and power. He goes the other way, he's gonna say, but you have control and power if he sees you that you're lazy. He's gonna tell you, you have control of the good and the bad, you have the power to be active or passive, exert yourself with all your strength and labor with all your energy, and you will attain all that you desire of worldly pleasures, do all that you can to avoid the causes of misfortune, and you will escape them. As the wise one said, thorns and snares are in the twisted path, he who guards him will keep far from them. 
This is from Michelet. And then Malachi says, a man's folly warps his way, yet his heart rages against God. And so the evil inclination changes its argument at times, trying to see from which angle he can attack you and where he can grab you. And the way that you should answer him is, um, is all is in the hands of heaven except for the fear of heaven. So yeah, it's true. Everything is in the hands of Hashem. He decides everything for me. But the only thing He doesn't decide for me is the fear of heaven. I have the power to, to keep, keep the Torah or not keep the Torah. And, and when He talks about the fear of heaven, eh, I like to explain this part because fear, fear is such a hard word. And really, there's two energies that rule the world, which is love and fear. It, love is what connects you to God. It's what makes you go and do a positive commandment. It's for the love of God. Fear is what makes you abstain from doing a negative commandment. So we need these two energies. We need these two energies. Love, on one hand, is something that is essential to the soul. It comes with us. So we don't have to create love. It comes with us. It, it, this is also given to us. We just have to unearth it. We have to reveal it. But fear is not something that God gave us. This is something that we have to attain. And how do we attain fear? There's two levels of fear. There's one level of fear that is uh, the fear that if I do something wrong, then I'll be punished. This is a low level of fear. And then there's a higher level of fear in which, God forbid, if I do something that goes against Hashem, I will be estranged from Hashem. I will be far away from Him. And I don't want to be far away from God. I'm petrified to be far away from God. So this is the higher level of fear. So the one that we have to really uh, work on and, and, and bring into ourselves is to feel, to learn to feel that we have to be close to Hashem. That the most important thing in our lives is to have bitachon, trusting Hashem. Which is, if you don't have bitachon, you're done. You, you, have, no, and you have no strength within yourself, really. A, a, a wind passes and you'll crash down. So this bitachon really comes from that higher level of fear, of wanting to be close to Hashem. And God forbid, I would do anything in my life that would make me go far away from Him. I always tell my students, before you do something, ask yourself, is this going to take me closer to God or is this going to take me away from God? It's, it's a simple question. This, this thing I'm going to say right now about this person, is it going to maybe get closer to Hashem or is it going to take me away from Hashem? And when you have this in your mind, you're going to be able to control everything much more. You're going to say, no, you know what? It's not worth to say anything because this is not going to bring anything good. It's not a positive for anybody. It's not good for the person I'm talking about. It's not good for the person that's going to listen. It's not good for me. And this is not something that Hashem is going to approve of and it's going to severe my relationship with Him. So no way, I'm not going to say it. And, and you know, when you gain that strength, that control, you're able to think like this every time you are put into a situation. As I said, the, the, the hair is, is very thin between serving Hashem in Leshem Shemaim or serving for yourself, then you're going to be able to, to withstand a lot of things. 
So it says, all is in the hands of heaven except the fear of heaven. You will exert yourself in religious matters with one who is convinced that his own actions will determine his reward and punishment, as it says, for according to man's acts, he pays him. And according to a man's way, he provides him. And you will conduct yourself in secular, secular matters as one who is convinced that his every motion and the visitors he experiences in his affairs are all in accord with what the Creator, may he be exalted, determines. And so he relies on him in all of them and casts his burden on God. So I want to wish you a blessed week. And um, we start wishing each other Gemar Hatimatova that we should be sealed for a good year. And yes, uh, ask God to help you get close to Him. This is the only way out in this world. And uh, when we're close to Hashem, then everything around us looks very different. So remember, live a little higher. Thank you. 